Hello, and welcome to a awesome episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your alienating host, Davo. Alienating? Is that what a host? No. It's pretty alluring. Alluring. The wife says alluring, so we're going with alluring. There you go. With me as always, oh, by the way, I am in orange belt in the Brain Ladle Kumite Tournament Trivia uh, Mortal Kombat Festival. You haven't worked on it, have you? you haven't I thought I, I did. I did. I didn't. No, I can't lie. I didn't. You clearly did. Yeah. I got to farm this one out. We do the podcast on the same same time, same day, same back every yeah. week. And, yeah. And you act like it's a I surprise. <laughs> With me, as always, are my excellent co-hosts. We have... Blue belt, Kells. Yes. Wow. Yes, we do. Blue belt, Kells. Good evening, all. And yellow belt, Andy. Hi, my name is Luke. I live on the second floor. I live upstairs from you. I think you've seen me before. Sensei. (laughs) Um. Yeah. The 1980s folk hit Luca? No, I got it. I got it. I just didn't want it. I didn't want that. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a depressing song to have on our upbeat podcast. You know, to be fair, it is pretty depressing. Let's have a song about child abuse. That'll be fun. Sensei, what are the rules and what are we doing? Well, I don't know what you guys are doing, but... I'm about to start asking you some questions about a topic and there's going to be four categories. No, that's not correct. There's going to be six categories with four <laughs> questions each. Each question is worth 10 points. There's going to be a few bonus points thrown in and it's all about a single theme. And today's theme is entirely courtesy of longtime friend of the show, Anthony. Anthony! I asked him if he wanted a cool nickname like Jeff's El Jefe, and he said that that was yeah. all right. He's good. He He's good with just Anthony. Yeah, yeah, I think he's good with that. Okay. So he picked a topic that uh, has come up. We've, we've talked briefly about it on the show from time to time. It's one that I'd never be able to come up with meaningful questions for you guys, but he, he knows a little bit about this topic. Today's topic is wrestling. Yes! Oh, <laughs> yes! Come on! Yes! Specifically, specifically, professional wrestling, as opposed to the actual sport <laughs> of Greco-Roman wrestling. Are you kidding me? Oh, Andy. <laughs> Yellow is beautiful on oh, you. This is Don't great. let anybody tell you. So, oh, my gosh. I'm so happy. So, we're ha- I've never watched five minutes of wrestling in my life. Well, How this is in the world? <laughs> Le- seriously, legitimately, this is what yeah. we're doing. Okay. <laughs> I've got, I've got oh. some papers to grade. My kids wrote essays. So uh... <laughs> This is amazing. <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm like, oh, he's, he's, he said he hopes really? they're hard enough. Um, and if not, he's going to try a lot harder on the next set. That's cool. <laughs> I trust I trust Anthony. <laughs> all right. I know nothing about wrestling at all. Yeah. I'm so, all right, let's sorry, do this. <laughs> so being Anthony, um, part of the team of Anthony and Jeff, the first category is deaths. Of course. Oh. What happened to science? Well, these, <laughs> these are my categories. Wow. Ah, like I said, these keep getting better. These questions are entirely written by Anthony. I I haven't even read them all yet. I'm trusting him, and I. So if there's anything wrong with him, you can blame him. I'll give his email address at the end of the show. Yeah, throw his Twitter handle Literally. out there so our fans can <laughs> at him when he's wrong. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Oh, I, I forgot to mention there is a final question at the end that's worth up to 100 points. Um, Yay. It's also about wrestling, by the way. Andy. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. No railroads. No railroads. All right, question one in deaths. 
This wrestler died from the injuries he received during the Over the Edge pay-per-view when he fell over 70 feet onto the top rope of the ring. Locked in. <laughs> this is just going to be the stupidest podcast we've ever done. I'm punting. If, if, if I may, Andy, yeah. hold off on that punt. Um, could I give him a hint? That's entirely up to you. I wouldn't even know with hints, Kells. I know. I think I know. This, this is to say <laughs> that I, you can never say that I never gave you anything. So, all right, fair enough. All right, so this wrestler's initials are O H. So you run wild with that, however, however you feel like you can, but it's the best I can do. All right, let me think. Um, all right, I have my answer. Okay. All right, Kels. I went with uh, Owen Hart. Okay. Uh, Andy? Oscar Heathcliff. <laughs> I, I would watch a match with Oscar Heathcliff. <laughs> Who wouldn't? British Strong Style. <laughs> uh, Owen Hart. Yeah. Okay. AKA the Blue Blazer. Is that right? At that time, yeah, that was the gimmick he was mm-hmm. using. What did he come out wearing a blue suit coat? Uh, <laughs> it was uh, a blue he mask. sold real estate at the time and and wore a blue blazer and uh, his catchphrase was sold. That would be right. Awesome. Uh, he wore that a blue mask and a blue away. cape and blue tights. All right. Question two: This wrestler died to mixed medication in 1999. He's known for antagonizing male audience members by calling them, quote, fat and out of shape sweat hogs. After, after his victories, he would also kiss a woman selected by his manager from the audience. Name this wrestler. Locked in. Locked in. Andy? Uh, it's Mr. Cotter uh, from, from the sweat hogs. <laughs> Devo? Uh, ravishing Rick Rude. Kells. Legendary mustache of Mr. Ravishing Rick Rude. Right. It was Ravishing Rick Rude. I want to point out Mr. Cotter also had an amazing mustache. He really did. I think I should get half the points there. He's nice. And a nice fro, too. Right. Yeah. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. (laughs) I'm (laughs) Iceland. I had a Sweat Hogs poster. Oh, man. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. And it was one of those, I'm pretty sure that uh, John Travolta's eyes, you know, he kind of followed me when I was walking, like, from one side <laughs> to the other. It was really creepy. You'll have that. <laughs> Question three. This wrestler committed suicide by hanging, but not before murdering both his wife and son. Locked in. Locked in. <laughs> Andy, this was national news. This was it. Yes. I, yeah. um, It was what, like 10 years ago, maybe? Was it that long ago? uh, What year? Uh, Yeah, 10 or 11 years. Yeah, I can't make a joke about suicide, so I'm going to have to punt. Uh, Great guy. A double double murder and suicide. Yeah. Sorry. Devo, what's your answer? Uh, Chris Benoit. Else? Chris Benoit. And Andy punted? I did. Yes. It was hanging. It's up there. Chris Benoit. What they, they, it was probably due to steroid use that he kind of went out of control. Is that what the idea is? Um, steroid that use? And like CTE. Brain was, oh, yeah. yeah. When they, they did his autopsy. Um, his brain looked like an 80 year old uh, Alzheimer's patient's brain. Like, yeah, it was bad. It was riddled with, with holes like you get when you have Alzheimer's. And well, one of his signature moves was a uh, flying headbutt, which is a headbutt off the top rope. And, you know, he was, they're wrestling 300 days a year. So that many impacts. And he was a, he was a little guy. Stature wise, he was like five, ten, five nine. Yeah, sounds about right. But, 
but he had like 210 pounds of muscle, you know, freshly steroided on his body and it just crushed his brain. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were taking unprotected um, headshots with chairs a lot in that area. Yeah. Yeah. He did that. He didn't, he didn't lift the hand. Yeah. I don't really have anything to say about that. So I'm just going to move on to question four. Okay. As you should. This wrestler died from a heart attack at the age of 39. Although not clarified, it is believed the heart attack was caused by a mix of steroids and human growth hormones. He was also the inaugural WWF European champion. Locked in. Locked in. Died of a heart attack, you say? At 39, yeah. At 39. Um, or I'm locked in. Okay. Um, Kells. I believe it was Davy Boy Smith, a.k.a. the British Bulldog. Ava? I locked in too soon. I locked in too soon. I said Eddie Guerrero. And Andy? I think it was Burt Reynolds. Oh, so close. I forgot his stint as European champion. You're right. Right. That's my bad. (laughs) The correct answer was the British Bulldog or Davy Boy Smith. So, at the end of round one, I've got Kells with 40 and Devo with 30. So, let's move on to round two. <coughs> Hold on. Sensei. Sensei. Oh, uh, yeah. I believe we forgot a score. Not really. Well, I'm not saying I forgot it. I just didn't want to embarrass him. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. We Do you honestly one. think I'm going to be embarrassed that I can't answer pro wrestling trivia questions? Honestly, this is the proudest <laughs> moment. This I'm is not sure my proudest trivia moment. You, Andy. <laughs> wow, Andy, you're—I I guarantee that you will probably leave this game with at least fifty points. Wow, I'm hoping. I don't want to be the first <laughs> shutout. <laughs> uh, I mean, Kels is on track to, to a perfect game so far. We'll, we'll yeah. see how that goes. Category two is is catchphrases. Ooh. Question one. Although known to have numerous catchphrases, such as I'm going to walk down the aisle in style and profile, it was this catchphrase that inspired the title of this wrestler's autobiography. Name the wrestler and the title of his autobiography. Oh, I see. Okay. So one of his catchphrases Um, was I'm going to walk down the aisle in style and profile, but he used another catchphrase as the title of his book. I'm not sure, honestly, uh, but I'm I'm gonna lock in with this. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay, Andy. The book is titled Yabba Dabba Do, and the wrestler is Fred <laughs> Flintstone. All right. Pills. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um. Styling and profiling is something that only Ric Flair talked about doing. But I think the name of his autobiography is To Be the Man. You have to beat the man to finish the phrase. Okay. That's deep. Devo. I I also said Ric Flair. Uh, but the the I've locked in for his book. I think a better title would have been Nature Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have so, a seizure just yes. now? What was that? I did. So is that your answer? Well, I didn't want to blow out. Uh, my answer is nature boy. I didn't want to blow out the mic. Uh-huh. All right. The correct answer is Ric Flair. The title of his autobiography, or the, no, the the catchphrase was, to be the man, you've got to beat the man. Yeah. So five for Devo and ten for Kells. And none for Andy. <clears throat> Feel good about this next one. Question two. (laughs) This wrestler turned minister is best known for stuffing $100 bills in his defeated opponent's mouth. Name the wrestler and his catchphrase. I'm locked in. Also locked in. With $100 bills? I'm sorry, wait. What did he do with these $100 bills? When he defeated his opponents, he stuffed a $100 bill in their mouth. Okay. Um, Can I give Andy a hint? Because I'm really feeling bad at this point. <laughs> that is entirely up to you and Devo. 
Devo, would you go Jay? No, I've, no, no. I've, 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 I'm, lo- I'm, I'm locking in just now. I don't need a hint. I'm, I am locking in. Are you sure, Ian? Yep. <sighs> okay. All right. So let's start with Devo. Uh, there's the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. And his most memorable catchphrase to me was, everybody's got a price. Andy. Uh, Richie Rich. Uh, and his catchphrase <laughs> was, mo money. <laughs> mo money. Kels. The million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Everybody's got a price. I can't do the laugh. I wish I could. I've tried. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he was a, a, a preacher, though. Yeah. It says right here in the, right. Says right here in the question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's news. Uh, the correct answer is Ted DiBiase and everybody's got a price. Question three. This wrestler has participated in the most one-hour WWE Iron Man matches. During their entrance, they wore a tasseled leather jacket and sunglasses. During normal matches, they typically used a sequence of five moves when ending matches. Name this wrestler and his catchphrase. And for a bonus, how does one win an Iron Man match? Okay. Um, You said a, a leather jacket? Tasseled leather jacket and sunglasses. Leather jacket and sunglasses. Okay. I got this one. See, I feel like this is is kind of a creative exercise for Andy. It is. <laughs> it really is. How many how many joke answers can you come up with? It's really testing your metal, Andy. <laughs> Well, there's 18 questions left, so. Oh, good. I'm guessing there's going to be 18 more joke answers. <laughs> Having a ball. So, uh, see, so, oh. oh. Okay, never mind. I'm, okay, I'm locked in. Drop my pants <laughs> I thought you were about to say you dropped your pants. <laughs> I'm, I'm locked into. I, I almost, almost really hurt myself right there. But <laughs> you did say the most Iron Man matches or the most one hour matches. He has participated in the most one hour WWE Iron Man matches. Well, I am locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Andy, are you ready? Oh, I'm locked in. Why don't we start with you this time? Uh, well, I didn't know what it was. You mentioned the jacket. It's uh, the Fonz. Uh, the catchphrase <laughs> is A. And you win an Iron Man match by jumping the shark. <laughs> <laughs> that was high quality. Uh, Deva. Uh, I went with uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. And his catchphrase, he has a couple that I like, but uh, his catchphrase was, the best there was, the the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. And you win an Iron Man match by having the most pinfalls in that hour. And Kels? I also went with the excellence of execution, Bret Hart, whose catchphrase was, I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And the way to win an Iron Man match is to have the most decisions at the end of the time limit. Okay. Uh, by de- decisions, do you mean pins? Uh, pinfalls, submissions, countouts, disqualifications, the whole shebang. Okay. So the answer I have here, it, it is Bret Hart, and you both got the, uh, well, two of you got the phrase correct. A is not the correct catchphrase. And the answer I have here is the winner has the most falls during the match. So that doesn't exactly sound like, is that what Kel said? Yeah. But decisions are false. Like falls when you're trying to jump the shark? Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. A fall fall is a pinfall. It's, 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 yeah. Kel, I would, I would say Kel's was right. Both of you are right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just making sure. So that's 12 for Kells and Devo. 
and none for Andy. All right, question four in catchphrases. This wrestler owns the rights to his stage name, but allows another popular entertainer to use it. Name this wrestler and his catchphrase. <laughs> so he owns the rights, but he's nice enough to let somebody else use the name. That's hmm. I just drew a blank. Yeah, that's a that's a vaguely written. Um, so you wanna you wanna hint? Yes. There's one available. It's a <laughs> it's a one word name. Oh I got it. Is that enough of a hint? Nah. <laughs> There's a lot of cats go by one name. That's okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, no, it, don't it worry works. about it. Don't worry about I, it. We no. don't want Kells to have a perfect game, so don't worry about it. Oh, oh thanks, Dave. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. I appreciate the support. <laughs> I kind of, I'll take any advantage I can. I'm already, you know, 15 behind. <laughs> I guess the, I guess the catch is to find a one, a one word wrestler, one name wrestler who shares a name with another popular entertainer who also has a one word name. Oh crap. You figured it out, huh? I did. And the catchphrase. I don't know his catchphrase. But I'm going to lock in with what I have. I'll take what I've got. Now, this wrestler has has a name that it shares with a famous entertainer. Yes. But owns their name. Owns the rights to a stage name, yeah. This is going to really hurt. Andy, did you lock in already? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> so there are no Denzels that wrestle, right? <laughs> God, there might ridiculous. be. <laughs> I'm really drawing the blank, man. Well, you got to miss one every now and again. So Do you? <laughs> 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 oh man. Oh. Kells is agonizing over this. Yeah, he's I am, man. It's <sighs> um... Alright, I'm locking in. Okay. You sound so down, man. I am, because I'm pretty sure I got it wrong because I can't think of another entertainer that has the the name. Okay, Dave, what's your answer? Well, I don't know what this wrestler's particular catchphrase is, but the wrestler I went with was Sting. Okay. Uh, Kels? <laughs> I love you so much, Dave. What? <laughs> well, I wrote Sting. Oh. I don't. Because <laughs> that's the only thing I got. And Andy just committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Andy, no. what's your what's your guess? I I'm not making this up. I I have been friends with Davo for a long time, and I know his uh, his favorite band is the Police. And so, for my joke answer, I wrote down Sting, <laughs> <laughs> and then I crossed it off because I decided Share was funnier. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> well, Share. And I swear oh. to God, if the answer is Sting, I'm 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 shutting this down. I mean, <laughs> it's been fun, Andy. And the catchphrase was, "If I could turn back time," which is a share song. Which now I'm really wishing that I could, because and to God, there's Sting crossed off, and then share. Well, share's funny for a couple of reasons. One is because it would be a funny uh -huh. name for uh, a wrestler. But also, it would, which is why I went with it, Neil. But also, <laughs> the, the the other funny part is because you scratched off the correct answer of Sting. Yeah, whose yeah. catchphrase was apparently "It's Showtime." I've never heard Sting. See, I couldn't come up with a joke catchphrase for Sting because he's so boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can 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 we give? Do I have to be here for the rest of this? Can we give Andy five points? Or no, no, I will not take your pity. Please, 
You know what? If I can go down history proudly not earning a single point because I don't know anything about professional wrestling, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I would have more shame if I won this match. <laughs> so bring it on. We'll do it live. <laughs> All right. Well, so Kells did lose his perfect game. I gave you half credit for knowing Sting. Which brings our totals to 77 for Kells, 62 for Davo, and a perfect score of zero for Andy. Yep. Got a perfect game going here. Don't talk to him. Don't even look at him. <laughs> like it. All right. Category three is name slash persona changes. So, um, each question <laughs> wait, wait a minute wait a minute they actually change their personalities yeah like so, what like now i'm friendly what? I, yeah okay no i'm no i'm sorry Let's didn't go. jerry lawler at one point wasn't he a bad guy once and he went turned into a good guy yeah, yeah he that's, did that's kind of my era is like mid 70s to early 80s that's about the only time i watched wrestling when i was too young to know there was anything better on tv <laughs> to be fair the winter soldier also was a bad guy then it was a good guy yeah so there you go although i don't think he was a wrestler no because he was smart <laughs> <laughs> all right so so uh i'm gonna describe the uh, the wrestler, and you tell me the two names or personas that he used, and each one is going to be worth five points each. Question one. This wrestler used his real name when joining WCW in 1997 as the WWF held the trademark for the name he used while wrestling there. He continued to use his finishing move, the Fisherman Suplex. Name both of these wrestlers' names and per or personas. Locked in. Locked in. Um, I'm locked in. Okay, Andy, why don't you share your share your? Uh, your well, I didn't know it to to you brought up the the signature move, um, but it was Aquaman. But because he owned the rights, he had to use his real name, Poseidon. Wow, <laughs> you're wrong. Huh. You're wrong on so many Am levels. I? That's like triple wrong. Really. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> they went with Aquaman. Uh, when he's a human, he's uh, Arthur Curry. Okay. Yeah. I love Curry. <laughs> mm, yeah, that sounds good right now. It does. Anything's better than this. <laughs> Kells, what's your answer? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I believe he was Mr. Perfect in the WWF at the time. And that means it would have to be Kurt Henning. Deva? Uh, Kurt Henning and Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect became Kurt Henning. I assume that's his real name. That is his real yeah. name. Is he related to the magician Henning? That's what I thought too. Yeah. To Doug. Um, <laughs> he's related to Larry the Axe Henning. His father. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. You know the shame of it is, is yes. he wanted to be, <laughs> he wanted to work with little animals. And, and, you know, when you have a name, Larry the Axe, you're not going to get hired. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a pity. Uh, question two. Ooh. This wrestler left sumo to become a professional wrestler. He joined the WWF in September of 1989 and acquired his first name by WrestleMania six. He was later recruited by longtime friend Hulk Hogan to join the WCW, which uh, he made his introduction as a member of the three faces of fear under this name. So name both his WWF and WCW names. Oh boy. I got, yeah. That's what I thought. I got one name. It's going to take me. Three faces, well, of fear. Three faces of fear. 
Is that what's tripping you up too, Kells? I, as I know the, I know the character. I just can't. I'm tripping on his name. No, wait a minute. Oh, do you want a hint? I'm locked in. I guess not. No. Um. Because it was really stupid. If oh, huh? no. Yeah, I'm locked in. Um, I'm locked in. Okay. Let's start with Devo. Uh, Yokozuna was the only name I could think of, and that was his WWF name. I don't know what he... I don't know. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Uh, Kells? Sadly, Devo, Yokozuna never wrestled in WCW. That's what I was thinking. Is this Eligante? Nah, uh, it's um Earthquake. Oh my God, I didn't know he was. Oh man. Well, he went to WCW and became the Shark. I was thinking Earthquake because of those matches he had in Japan. Crap. <laughs> Andy? Um, I think it's Eve White and Eve Black from the 1957 hit Three Faces of Eve, starring Joanne Woodward. <laughs> huh. Deep cut, Andy. Good job. I like you're going. You're you're doing a good job with those. <laughs> it's all I got to do, Dave. You'll, you'll get one. I, you're, you're not going. I got nothing else to do over here. You're not going to come out of here empty-handed. You're not. I got 50 points. Um. So here's here's the thing. What I've got here is uh, Earthquake, and then he became Avalanche. Uh, tugboat became Avalanche. Right, Kells? I believe so. Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to challenge. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let me just Google Earthquake and see what comes up. <laughs> Probably natural phenomena. I believe his real name was John Tenta. Okay, his professional wrestling career also encompasses runs in the WCW where he was known as Avalanche and the Shark. Oh, okay. So, I'm going to have to give Kells full credit for that one. Yep. Crap. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing keeping me in this game is lack of Kells knowledge. Yeah. Well, Dave, I got to tell you, you're still a pretty solid second place. <laughs> oh, that's not really a challenge at this point. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. You got this. You got it. This is a long one, so bear with me. Alrighty. This wrestler took this wrestler took this name after upsetting Razor Ramon by pinfall on the May 17, 1993 episode of Monday Night Raw. In 1996, he joined WCW. On, on September 16th, 96, he was shown as a front row fan during a live Nitro event. During this event, he used a remote to flash NWO propaganda, revealing himself as the newest member of the NWO under this name. Name both of this wrestler's names slash personas. And for a bonus, what was the significance of his WCW name? I'm locked in. Are you absolutely kidding me right now? (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) So he uh, he beat Razor Ramon. Oh, okay. I know who this is. Um, Is there, so you want to know his two names, correct? Right. And for a bonus of two points, what was the significance of his WCW name? I'm not going to even try for the bonus because I just now tenuously got what I was wanting. So I'm locked in. No, I think I'm locked in. Enlighten us, Andy. Well, I didn't know where you were going with this at all until you said NWO, which is clearly you're referencing New World Order, Curtis Mayfield's uh, 1996 hit. Uh, So it's Curtis Mayfield. Uh, He would sometimes go by the name of Curdy. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, yep. I didn't know that. I mean, that's a nice nugget. Hal's call him Curdy, old Curdy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm amazed he can wrestle. To be honest, I mean, Curtis Mayfield can do anything he bloody well wants to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave, um, the one, two, three kid, and X Pac, and Kells. Uh, it is the one, two, three kid, but he first became six. He became X-Pac when he came back to the WWF. And I think the significance of his name six was it was the one, two, three added together. Okay. Wow. Well, the answer I have here is that he was the one, two, three kid and he became six. S Y X X. Because that's exactly how you spell that's hot in the 90s. Double X, baby. <laughs> what I have here is the significance of his WCW name is that he was the sixth member of the NWO. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's deep. <laughs> so I'm kind of I'm kind of struggling here. Dave Davo apparently did give two different names and personas, but one of them wasn't in the right league, right? Right. One of them was his X-Pac was his WWF. So I would just get the, if I were scoring, I'd get five points. That's, that's what I'm thinking. And then Kells gets, uh, Kells doesn't get the bonus. Right. Yeah. And Andy yeah. gets kudos for a great answer. Curdy. I've right. never heard that. Participation yeah. points again. Curdy. <laughs> All right, question four. This wrestler donned many names during his career, but there are two that stand out above all the rest. The first of these was voted the worst gimmick and most embarrassing wrestler in the Wrestler Observer Newsletter from 1992. The second gained him an entrance to the WWE Hall of Fame in 2016. The jury is out on whether or not any of his hoes ever made it into the WWE Hall of Fame. Name these two personas <laughs> I, I, oh i'm sorry name. neil could you repeat the last part of that name both of these personas i'm sorry before that before that uh <laughs> the jury is still out on whether or not any of his quote-unquote hoes ever made it into the wwe hall of fame what was uh, okay i want to make sure I, I, I heard you correctly what was the year <laughs> the most embarrassing gimmick 1992 okay i'm locked in also locked in i'm gonna punt here you can't punt more I got than once i i think we i think i'm gonna give him special punting dispensation tonight thank you <laughs> you're not moving the ball davo you gotta you gotta punt you don't want to give a field position uh, three and out <laughs> maybe 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 we could let him get take a safety and give him you know a couple points. Yeah, <laughs> I will not take your pity safety. <laughs> okay, Andy's punting. What does Kells have for an answer? Um, uh, ninety two was a a really a key indicator because I wanted to put comma first, which was more mid nineties, but that would be Papa Shango and uh-huh. the Godfather. Is what got okay. him into the Hall of Fame. And Deva? Uh, I just wrote down The Godfather because I didn't know about, I forgot about Papa Shango. Papa Shango. The answer is Papa Shango and The Godfather. At the end of round three, I've got 117 for Kells, 82 for Devo, and still, still perfect at zero for Andy. <laughs> you know, on it's any- only been three rounds, it seems, it seems longer than that you know on, on any other show on any other episode we've done a halftime score of 82 would be good uh-huh. that'd be a good solid score what about a halftime what about a halftime score of zero davo is that is that ever that's never happened good? before so this is we're in uncharted okay, waters hot dog i'm not i'm not positive but i think looking at this dave uh kells has missed half of one question and a two-point bonus so he is uh seven points off where he could be yes <laughs> yeah so i'm throwing like a one hitter at this point yeah a very very lovely game 
Hey, David, while they finish this up, do you want to go get a pizza or something? Yeah, I'm, I'm down for some pie. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, cat- category four is finishing moves. Yes. <laughs> My strong suit. <laughs> oh, we're still talking about wrestling. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I feel like I feel like rather than read the whole questions, I could probably just mention the uh, the wrestler. But uh, there's kind of some interesting uh, nuggets in the in the question. So are there well <laughs> nuggets? Interesting to some, perhaps. Yeah. Question one: Shawn Michaels, regarded as one of the greatest professional wrestlers, has used this finishing move to stop numerous opponents, including Triple H, Chris Masters, and Ric Flair. Name his signature move. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Kels? Believe it would be Sweet Chin Music, a.k.a. the Super Kick. Andy? Uh, Michael's signature move is Do You Believe in Miracles? Yes. Different Michaels, man. Oh. <laughs> Different Michaels? Oh, I'm sure I had it this time. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet Chin Music. Question two. Eddie Guerrero used this finisher typically after completing a series of three suplexes he called the Three Amigos. Locked in. Locked in. Could you use the word suplex in a sentence? Eddie Guerrero used this finisher typically after completing a series (laughs) of three suplexes he called the Three Amigos. (laughs) Okay. I believe, Andy, that is some sort of wrestling move. Oh. Oh, that would make sense with the theme and all. <laughs> all right. I'm locked in. Okay. Andy, what's your guess? Uh, soup is good food. All right. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, the frog splash. I think frog your name's splash. <laughs> frog splash. What does that even mean? <laughs> I, I can't exp- explaining it would wouldn't really do it justice. You well, gotta you just, just have to watch the videos. YouTube that baby. Maybe yeah, you'll you'll see some stuff. I'll get on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're you're in luck, Andy. This next. I love one- the fact, by the way, I'm still writing down every one of my answers and locking in like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally looking at a piece of notebook paper. Like, why am I writing this stuff down? Well, there are protocols we have to follow, Andy. Yeah. But this next question, I'm actually going to describe the move, so maybe that'll help you. And mm-hmm. question three. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, Gold Dust is that his name? Gold Dust. He used yeah, numerous finishing moves throughout his career, but none were as agonizing to watch as this move. He would place his opponent at a turnbuckle and wrap their legs around the middle rope. He would then run from the opposite turnbuckle and groin kick his opponent. Name this ball-busting finishing move. <laughs> I'm locked <laughs> in. Why wouldn't ball-busting finishing move be the name of it? I mean, it seems like that's pretty much it. <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> I'm like, um, you say his legs were wrapped around the turnbuckle. Yeah. Or around the middle. Right, I'm lo- yeah. I'm locked in. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Did you say my name? I did say your name. I said, David. I'm not, I'm not locked in. He, he okay. Well, when you're locked in, feel free to answer. I will do so. Thank you. Cause I, <laughs> we're just going to sit here and wait on you to lock in so that we can move on with the show. Oh well, okay. I feel, uh, I feel so bad about. Right I, I don't. I don't know what this one is. I know what it is, but I don't know what it is. Man, if you can remember the Titan Tron when he comes out, I. I oh. Ah oh, crap! <laughs> I thought you had it. I'm more. I. I uh, okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm I'm locked in with the wrong answer. Can you have Kells do his answer first, please? 
Sure. Kells, what's your answer? I believe it was called Shattered Dreams. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> so what did you have, Uh I wrote down Director's Cut because I couldn't think of Shattered Dreams. Andy, enlighten us on the right answer. <laughs> oh, Savage Love. Oh, that would be great. It would. It's not right, though. The correct answer is Shattered Dreams. All right. I can see that. <laughs> Question four in finishing moves. George the Animal Steel was considered to be one of the wildest wrestlers of all time. He has been known to tear apart the turnbuckle with his teeth and use the innards as a weapon. Announcers even referred to him as the missing link due to the excessive amount of body hair he had. His finisher was also considered violent as the move itself would place an opponent's arm behind their back and lift them off the mat. Name this finishing move. I'm locked in. I am locked in. I'm locked in. Andy. I believe you're thinking of the Heimlich maneuver. So close, so close. Kells? I believe it's called the Flying Hammerlock. Devo? I thought it was the Chicken Wing. It was called the Flying Hammerlock. All right. Extending his lead a little bit, Kells with 157. Andy with nothing. And Devo with 102. This is this is bad. <laughs> I am so sorry. Is it Dave? I'm sorry. Still anybody's game, though. Well, <laughs> no, it isn't. I mean, nope, nope, it, nope. Really, isn't. I mean, yeah. Category five is sidekicks and managers. Oh yeah. Question one: This famous manager has managed many professional wrestlers, including Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart. Jerry the King Lawler, and the Nasty Boys, to name a few. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Dave uh, Jimmy, Mouth of the South, Heart. Andy? Rick Renteria. <laughs> else? I believe you're talking about the Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, baby. So there have been three different people named Hart that we've talked about so far. Are they all related? Uh, Only two, two of them are. Brett and Owen. Brett and Owen were brothers. Okay. Question two. This manager made her WWF debut in 1985 when Ra- Macho Man Randy Savage announced her as his new manager. And for a bonus, following WrestleMania five, Savage replaced her for this manager. I'm locked in. Also locked in. I'm locked in. Andy? Hillary Clinton. Mm. And the bonus? Um, Elizabeth Dole. Elizabeth Dole. Okay. <laughs> Kels? I believe we're talking about the wonderful Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Then I had the dumper for Sensational Sherry. <laughs> Sensational Sherry. Do four-year-olds come up with these names? <laughs> <laughs> Sensational Sherry? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Devo. Miss Elizabeth and Sensational Sherry, and I am so glad Kells got to do that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I was waiting. Used to be you had to work on a fake name. Engelbert Humperdinck worked a long time to come up with that name. Sensational Sherry, come on. Question three. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. This should be good. I'm reading this one for the first time. It's a great question, Anthony. This sidekick was dognapped by the Islanders and their manager at the time, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Name this dog. Locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Devo? I think it was Brutus. Else? I thought it was Matilda. It's Andy. Matilda. God bless me. <laughs> Andy? Snoop Dogg? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That would have made it more interesting. Yeah, the correct answer was Matilda. Massive Matilda? (laughs) No, just Matilda is what I have. Mary Matilda? She was a boy. Melodious Matilda? (laughs) (laughs) Question four in Sidekicks. 
This sidekick was used by Jake the Snake Roberts to strike fear in his opponents. It was squashed during a feud between Jake the Snake Roberts and Earthquake by a couple of Earthquake splashes. Name the sidekick. And for a bonus, name the sidekick's successor post the Earthquake splashes. Locked in. Man, I'm locked in, but... I don't know the bonus. Me either. But, but I'm locked in. On it. Kels? Okay, um, Damien, for sure. And his successor, I think, was Damien too. Secret of the Ooze. Andy? Um, the, the sidekick that was squashed was Robin. And <laughs> the successor was... That's <laughs> fine. The, the successor fire. was a half of can of Fresca. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the first one of these you've done in so long. It actually kind of hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem with your answer, though, Andy. The first one was uh, was supposed to strike fear in his opponents. Ooh. And that's something Robin. Oh, that's not Robin. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm, that's that's not Robin. Man. You guys are, yeah. are great. Oof. Holy groin kicks, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shattered dreams, Batman. <laughs> Holy hobo carnies, Batman. <laughs> uh, Devo, enlighten us. Uh, Damien was his sidekick, and I do not know the answer for the bonus. Damien was the sidekick, and I guess he decided to kick it up a notch for the successor. It was Lucifer. Mm. That makes sense thematically. It really does. I, I assume those are actual snakes. They were actual oh, yeah. snakes. They okay. were pythons. Oh, sure. I didn't know we were talking about snakes. Yeah. I didn't even know. <laughs> well, the wrestler was Jake make snakes. And with him, his trusted pet gecko, Steve. It doesn't really flow. So he needed a snake. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> All right. At the end of round five, Kells couldn't quite break 200. I've got him at 199. Uh, Devo with 134. And Andy at zero. Yep. All right. <gasps> oh, yeah, you all right? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm a little emotional, uh, you know, watching somebody have a perfect game like this. It's, whew. All right. Category six. Good. Category six is tag teams. Oh. Oh, good. Question one. No science or wrestling? Music or wrestling? Mm, what, no. when, where are we going to do music or wrestling? Music or wrestling would have been pretty cool. Yeah. <sighs> uh, question one. This has all been pretty cool. This duo donned this name after joining the WWF in 1988. The WWE refers to this tag team as three-time tag team world champions with two with NWA and one with WWF. Both members were also members of the four horsemen named this tag team. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Oh, I see. Because WWF became the WWE. Yes. No idea. Okay. Well, they, they got sued by the World Wildlife Fund. Right. Yeah. I was just kind of confused by the wording there, but then I figured it out. Devo, what's your answer? Uh, the Brain Busters. Andy? Simon and Garfunkel? <laughs> That's a good tag team. And Kells. Uh, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, the Brain Busters. I made a booby here. There was actually a bonus, which is to name the original Four Horsemen. Oh, I can. John, Paul, George, and Ringo. <laughs> That's a solid answer. Done. <laughs> the okay. original Four Horsemen. Yeah. Well, I might. We might want to lock in with this. All right. So these are just for one point each. For, for a bonus. Okay, I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. 
Okay. Andy, we already got your answer. Unfortunately, yep, it was not correct. So, <laughs> Devo, who are the original Four Horsemen? I believe it was Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and Ole Anderson. Else? Okay. Ric Flair, <laughs> the Ole and Arn Anderson, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, Minnesota. and Tully Blanchard. And J.J. Dillon was Tully Blanchard's manager at the time, so he rolled with him. Uh, no. Don't think he was officially a horseman. No. Uh, Ric Flair, Ole Anderson, Arn Anderson, and Tully Blanchard. All right, question two. This tag team is regarded as one of the best tag teams of all time. They are known as the originators of bringing a themed appearance to the ring. Their name was changed when they joined the WWF due to the WWF marketing of other wrestlers with part of their name. Provide this tag team's original name. I'm locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in. Kels? I believe the WWF turned them into the Legion of Doom, but their original name was the Road Warriors, Animal and Hawk. Andy? Um, Their original name was Megadeth, but they had to change it to Captain and Tennille. (laughs) (laughs) David? It's a big thing. Road Warriors, Animal and Hawk. Correct answer was the Road Warriors. Question three. This tag team is famously known for using tables in their matches. They are also the only tag team to hold the original WWE Tag Team Championship, the Raw, ECW, WCW, NWA, Impact, and IWGP Tag Team Champions. They were inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2018. What is their WWF name? Locked in. Locked in. Hey, Devon. Um. Yeah. Yeah, Bubba. The tough one. <laughs> Get the tape. <tables. laughs> Testify. <laughs> a couple things. Hey, Andy, can't yeah. give you a hint. No, no, no. That'd be unfair. I'm on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm locked in. Okay, Andy. What's your answer? I believe they were the Screaming Sicilians. Ooh, now, I can see that as a tag team in this in the fifties. Yeah, Bruno San Martino and his brother. <laughs> Did you say Kels? Kels, yeah. Okay, uh, believe it was the Dudley Boys and Devo. The Dudley Boys was the Dudley Boys. Question four. This tag team held the tag team champion belts three times. They also hold the record for most combined days as reigning champions. Their popularity declined significantly with the WWF's introduction of the Legion of Doom. Name this tag team. And for a bonus, who was added to the duo in 1990? Locked in. I guess making them a trio? Locked in. Locked in. Eva. Demolition, Axe and Smash, and Crush was added in 1990. Okay. Kels? Also went with Axe and Smash of Demolition, and Crush was added, although it is not Orange Crush. Just Crush. Just regular Crush. Regular old Crush. Uh, Andy? Peaches and Herb, and uh, Cousin Oliver was added. (laughs) That is incorrect, Andy. The correct answer was Demolition and Crush. Which means, Andy, you'll be very happy to hear Uh this. We're done with the regular regular questions. Really? We just got started. I know. It seems that way. (laughs) I've got... I'm fly. Well, let me turn over my paper. All these good answers here. Hang on, we still still have the final question to go, so don't be too disappointed. There's still more wrestling Uh to come. But first, I need to give the the scores. (laughs) I've got Kells with 245 points. I've got 
<laughs> Devo with 180 points. And I've got Andy uh, with zero. I'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> you don't have enough money. You to can't buy afford to have money. Oh. You got to have money. <laughs> <laughs> we don't just give away um, vowels. Uh, all right. I would also, I would hold on. I would yeah. like to point out that a score of 180 is pretty good. It's very respectable. <sighs> yep. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm sorry, Andy. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, there's a, there's a solid chance I get close to 300 points and I'm still going to friggin' lose. <laughs> Must. Must suck to be you. It, it does suck to be me. It really does. All right. Our final question. Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling debuted on CBS in September of 1985 and ran until June 1987. The show featured the adventures of different wrestling personalities and rarely used wrestling other than to depict who were the good guys and who were the bad guys. Name 10 of the 16 characters from Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling for 10 points each. I'll give you, I mean, really, probably just a minute or two for this one, right? Let's start with Andy. All right, I feel good about this. I'm pretty sure I saw this special. It was around Christmas. Remember this. Uh, the Rico Brothers. The Great Zorbach. Lumpy. <laughs> Itchy. Mala. Son Don. Akmena. R2-D2. Han Solo. And Luke Skywalker. <laughs> let me, let me uh, that was beautiful let me tell you the correct <laughs> answers in that list uh, okay I'm done Dave Andy. oh okay wait a minute um, I didn't get any points that was the cast from the Star Wars Christmas special is that not what the question was no crap not even a little All bit right. I have uh, Coco Beware, Hulk Hogan, (laughs) Andre the Giant, Mr. Fuji, Macho Man Randy Savage, Big John Stud, Junkyard Dog, (laughs) Rowdy Roddy Piper. I'm sorry. If you're not somebody into wrestling, this sounds like a cast to a porno. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I didn't have the Tell answers, me I'm wrong. If I didn't have the answers, I wouldn't know that Andy's wasn't right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go ahead. Go on. <laughs> the Million Dollar Man and uh, the Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. I'm right. Future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Oh, sure. All right, Kels. Okay. Um, I got uh, Hulk Hogan, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Macho Man Randy Savage, Mean Gene Okerlund, uh, Junkyard Dog, uh, Superfly Jimmy Snooker, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, Andre the Giant, Big Boss Man, and Hacksaw Jim Duncan. All right. Let's see. I've never seen this show. Well, you made uh, it. Made a pretty- it was a Saturday morning cartoon, correct? Um, I think so. Well, yeah. What year did it um start? Eight, eighty-four to eighty-seven. Eighty-five to eighty-seven. Oh. Yeah. I missed it. So I don't. Yeah, the right year. I don't see beware. Hulk Hogan obviously was one. Andre the Giant was. Um, Mr. Fuji. Don't see Randy Savage. The Rico Brothers? No, no Rico Brothers. <laughs> uh, Big John Stud was there. Uh, Junkyard Dog, Roddy Piper, 
Million Dollar Man. Did he have another name? Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. Yeah, he wasn't on there. And I don't see the Honky Tonk Man on there. So I've got seven for Davo for 70 points. Bringing you to 250. You are currently in the lead. I'm going to enjoy that. Just let me savor it for half a second. Okay. Yes. Oh, wait. Okay, I'm done. Kel's got Hulk Hogan right, so we don't really need to go any further. (laughs) Actually, we do. We need to see if he hits 300. We do. Okay. Uh, Roddy Piper was correct. Uh, Randy Savage was not. Mean Gene Okerlund was on the list. Junkyard Dog, Jimmy Snuka, Jake the Snake was not. Uh, Andre the Giant. I don't see a big boss man on here. Or uh, I don't see Hacksaw. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So I've got 60 points for Kells bringing his total to 305 points. That's amazing. That's really great. That is extraordinary. Devo, in almost any other game, your 250 would have won. I know. (laughs) But this is not any other game. This this episode will be titled Kel's Wheelhouse. (laughs) Well, congratulations, Kel's. You have swept the leg. Of, of Andy and uh, dropped me with sweet chin music to your w- way to a it, it, your it blue belt, right? Your blue, yeah, belt? blue belt. Well, guess what you are now? A purple yeah. belt. You are a purple wow. belt. You are the prince of brain little trivia. Dig, if you will, the pigeon. <laughs> 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 oh, I guess this is what it sounds like when doves cry. Yeah. No, don't flatter yourself. Well, well oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> thank you very much, Anthony, for the, the quality questions. Uh, yes, thank you, thank Sensei. Thank you very much, Anthony, for the quality questions. <laughs> Had a blast. <laughs> and from everybody here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is Davo with Andy. So long, Ladle Brainers. Kells. Ooh, yeah, dig it. And Neil. <laughs> As Governor Jesse the Body Ventura once said, win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. Signing off. And just look at that body, McMahon. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions, all rights reserved.